Welcome to episode 64 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Our numbers keep creeping up there. That's what happens when you keep doing them. I know. <laughs> it, adds, it adds more. <laughs> Guess what's going to happen next week? Oh my God, 65. Episode 65. Guess what's going to happen in four Dude, weeks after that? Dude, I didn't sign that? on for this long haul. Guess, guess what's going to happen in four weeks after that? I need you to, to figure out episode who has been... 69. The lo- No. <laughs> no. I need you to figure out... Which hosts you've had the longest? I feel like Robert and I are up there. Uh, we got to be close. I don't. I don't know. Does that mean it's time to get new ones? Yeah. Maybe. Well, don't yell into the mic. It's a good mic. Sorry. Somewhere in a car mm-hmm. somewhere right now. It just crashed into a ditch. <laughs> no, don't put that evil on me. Oh, how's it going, Robert? Good. Well, yeah, it's good. <laughs> There it's are good. 10 days of school left, unless James doesn't yeah. put this out until Thursday, in which case there are nine days of school left. Yeah, that, that doesn't affect me at all. Those were angels singing from the heavens, in case anybody was curious. Oh. And there's only Anything. nine days of school left, or whatever, for you guys in Louisiana, too. Well, no, Texas actually has more days of school. No, we say only nine days of school left for us in Louisiana. Yes. Yes. And then we'll be moving to Texas. And then I start packing like a crazy person. And then we pay someone to move all our stuff. I, I, I've actually, I'm working out those details for you. Yes. Cause I don't want to lift stuff. All you I'm have not to do is move your snake stuff. Yeah. I can move my snake stuff. I started buying tubs. It went to Dollar Tree the other day and bought some, uh, small locking lid tubs for my smaller stuff. So that I can do that. And I got to buy some bigger locking tubs for my bigger stuff. Yep. And then, uh, and then someone's going to help me move it all. I think he's looking at you, Robert. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was straight ignoring that. I don't know. <laughs> so it's not a lot. It's, it all fits right there next to us. And all uh, the rest of, of the I'm junk and then the rest of the junk in here will be moved by the movers. Yes. Might even bring Robbie and Lucas to help. You never know. Whoop, whoop. I'll feed y'all. Good <laughs> Wait, Louisiana so when, food. When, when you here. say you bring them to help, that means you bring them to do the work so you don't have to do anything. I mean, I think that's a brilliant plan, personally. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad plan. I'm just saying that's what I meant. I'll feed y'all and put y'all up somewhere. Well. Because our food town's not For that the last month, we've lived at Robert's house. <laughs> I know. Yep. Well. We were there this past weekend for a show. Yep. I, and then I, I had see. a house guest again the next night. <laughs> I th- I felt comfortable enough the second weekend that I even cleaned the kitchen while Robert cooked me breakfast. It was amazing. You, you should cook for me, James. <laughs> no, I married you, so I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I don't remember the last time somebody cooked me breakfast that like it wasn't at a restaurant and we paid for it. That would involve waking up. One, that would involve being here on a weekend. When's the last yes. weekend we were here? Um, uh, It was six weekends ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be here this weekend. We are. And it's Mother's Day weekend. So that's a wonderful weekend. So for what breakfast. I'm going to do is allow you to be a mother. Boy, I'm about breakfast. to smack you so hard. The other problem is he has to wake up before me to make breakfast, and that never happens. <laughs> I, I like sleep. I'm really yeah, good at it. So is Joe. <laughs> so we had a show in Stafford. We did. Uh, Robert did all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was a slush. There were a lot of people there 
but not a lot of shoppers there. Yeah, but, same as last time. Yeah, which is weird because 45 minutes to an hour away in Conroe, it's a completely different show. You say that, though, and No Drama Llama Pet Shop did a great job. She sold feeders. Feeders will always sell. No. Yeah, sure. She didn't just sell feeders because when I wasn't at the table with you, I was at the table with her and I sold, sold lots of stuff for her. <laughs> yeah. Sean, Sean Turnbach told me it was one of his best shows ever. Yeah. So it and was he's done it a just, lot of shows. Just depends on what you got, I guess. I guess. Nobody wanted to buy yeah, active. Our, our guest tonight, he could always talk about how it went for him too. Yeah. yeah I guess we could go, ahead go and bring, bring him in. Well, no, no, no. I want to do our sponsors. Okay. Sponsors. So you want to do our first one? I will. Are you looking for a high-quality PVC rack? Look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available, or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit lsreptilerax.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. Ta-da! Woo! Yeah, yep. get, get a rack. And then in a few weeks, I'll be making racks. And and, 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 and I do want to say, when I tell you that it's going to be four to six weeks turnaround time, don't focus on the four weeks and swear <laughs> that it's going to only be four exact weeks. And then whenever you say, I talked to you three weeks ago and you told me it was shipping out in two weeks when it was actually only eight days ago and we talked. <laughs> can, you, can you tell what I dealt with today? How's that feel? Well, look, anybody that's complaining, uh, you're welcome to go to somewhere like uh, Animal Plastics. You'll get your stuff in eight, six, or four to six months. Yeah. Um, and I found, you know, I've been hearing some rumors, but today I officially got the word that um, PVC is going to be in short supply probably for the rest of this, the foreseeable future. So probably sitting on a ship in the middle of the Suez Canal. No, no, no. Yeah. That ship moved. No. It's not there anymore. No, now, it's, now yeah, someone it, owns it. No, it's still sitting in Egypt, and they're holding it hostage until yeah. the company pays them $2 billion. I know someone that has a container of metal on that ship. Ugh. Yeah, it's, that ship's got a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. A lot of people are going to have... Uh, like whenever it finally gets freed, you're gonna see all of a sudden people have supply. <laughs> oh, all right. You want to talk about our next sponsor? Yes. So next week I will have a blurb written up for Wiregrass Exotics. Yes, the Ruas. The Ruas who have who are going to have drastically changed our podcast in the next month or so. And for the love of all that is holy, if that piece of equipment that he ordered doesn't get here soon, I may start <laughs> throwing things at him every time he mentions He's it. probably on a ship in the middle of the Suez. Oh, now. my stars. Robert, how many times does he blow up our text message a day? I'm excited. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited, I'm, too. I've got great things coming for this podcast. Oh. Once we move and we set up our new <laughs> studio... Yeah, you heard that right, people. Studio. He's yes. taking a bedroom in my house and turning it into a podcast studio. Yes, and we're going to do. And it'll be it'll be a it'll be a live podcast studio, a weekly live we'll podcast. Be three minutes from each other. Yes, yeah. <laughs> be in the same room, all recording together. Oh my gosh! I've got lots of plans for it when when because anyways. So that's down down the line. They will have a blurb next week. We had state testing today, so I did not have my phone in order to write 
a blurb for them. Well, our other sponsor is Herb's Reptile Shows, which thankfully I don't have one this weekend. I'm I'm ready to sit at home for a while. I want to. I don't want to set an alarm. <laughs> but the Pueblo, Colorado show, May fifteenth and sixteenth. Uh, the Austin, Texas show, which is close to our our guest tonight, uh, May twenty second and twenty third. And then the Lafayette show, June fifth and sixth, which will be close to us for the time being. Yeah, at that actually, at I'll that probably, point in time, I'll probably have to come back over here. It'll to be go close to, to me, but not you. <laughs> uh, and then the Conroe, Texas show, the big one hundredth episode, June twelfth and thirteenth. And then we'll get into the other ones as we get to them. Sorry, you just got scared by the yes, dog. Yes, I did. I thought the gate was closed. I didn't know she could get in here, and she just this is scared the second the time she's been in here. Jesus, out of me. You missed her the first time. <laughs> I didn't want her in here. She touched me, and it scared me. Millie. <laughs> so, Reptile Show is coming up again. Pueblo, Colorado, Austin, Texas, Lafayette, Louisiana, Conroe, Texas. Those are the next four. Robert will be at all of them selling chunks of plastic that you can put snakes in. And our guest tonight will be at... Probably all of them. Probably all of them as well. Definitely the Austin, Texas show. I know. Yeah. And I know Conroe for sure, too. So bring him in, James, so oh, we can ask him questions. I felt, I felt like you were going to bring. It really felt like you were about to introduce no, I'm our guest. Put the dog out. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so our guest tonight is Tyler Colley from Gecko World Austin. Although now you're from like an actual physical location. Yeah, it's been crazy getting it ready, but we finally have our storefront open, and it's been going great. You opened last weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I opened the Saturday at Stafford. So your dad had to actually work for once? <laughs> yes, and it was very funny to see the cameras as he was running around the building like a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> so, okay, so let me explain. Tyler uh, is 12. Tyler is not 12. <laughs> My bad. Tyler is brilliant and a prodigy. He is. Tyler, how, for everyone, how old are you? I turned 18 in February. I called yeah, we No, we had a, we <laughs> celebrated at that restaurant. I get yeah. that we celebrated and we told them he was 18 so they could be there. He showed me his driver's license. That I lost in the meantime. And when so he, <laughs> hilarious. when he told me he was turning 18, I legit thought, I was like, there's He's no way. There's no way. Because he looks 12. No, I thought he was older than that. There's no way you thought he was yes. older than that. No. Because the way he talks to you. <laughs> Good luck nope. with that. Is that what you, you call that? You grow a beard about as well as James grows a beard. Yeah, the problem is he's, he's blonde. So I it's, know. It's it going to take twice red. as much hair. I really thought uh, he was like 21, 22. Because how? He, I just thought he was older. I thought he was a freshman in high school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so Ty Tyler is a very young looking person. Your dad started the business, right? Yes. And, uh, and now Tyler is in the one that got stuck with it at every show. Because his dad's dumb. But now they have a store, and his dad can't get away from working on the weekends. Yeah. Well, dad also has a construction company. <laughs> and... Which he's doing less now. Okay. But, so, yeah. I know dad's still busy. So, Gecko World Austin. So, what that... Go ahead and give us an idea of how that started with your dad. Because it's... At a show, it's a pretty big footprint. Yeah, I mean, basically everything, it started with dad whenever he was, I believe, between 10 and 12. Um, he started working at Zookeeper Reptile in North Austin. Um, he worked there for quite a while, and ever since then, he loved doing it. Um, whenever I was younger, 
we went back to doing it and we bought our first set of like five geckos from zookeeper for my birthday and it ended up being like seven of them and all of a sudden we had eggs everywhere and then it just kind of turned supplies mantis all kinds of stuff yeah the name is misleading it's it's definitely definitely not just geckos Mm-mm. yeah lots of stuff yeah, I mean, you've got all the supplies you'd ever need for any geckos, but then you also have really cool praying mantises there. Uh, and all different kinds. I didn't know how many different types of praying man- mantises or mantids or manti or... Mantids. Don't look at me. That we tested good. today. My brain is crap. But y'all always have a ton of different types. And then obviously there's the, the one everybody loves, the orchid mantis, which I'm sure sells like crazy. I have a few coming in, but right now I'm running very low. They're all going to be pre-sub-adult females. So that's cool. So, and Holy you went cow. from that. That is, yep. that is beautiful. Oh, aren't they? They're one of my favorites. They only live on that species of flower in the wild because they only blend in with that one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it has to be on the, on the right orchid. Look at you wow. the, and your knowledge. I know. I, lo- I love orchid mantises. It's one of the best <laughs> camouflage jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best camouflage jobs for when they're on there you can't see them at all um and they're crazy little killers if you if you if like they were the size of people they would be horrifying so this is gonna make me a really big nerd like even bigger than now so i read a comic book and it's all about people that use. No, 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 i need you to you don't read a comic book you read a comic okay I read a on comic. your phone it is on my phone so i read a comic it comes out twice a week and it's about people that used a can of bug spray but then it turned them into whatever type of bug it was the that hell they are killed. You reading? Um, anyways, one of the villains is a mantis because their defense mechanisms are insane. You well, learn all kinds of cool not stuff defense. about bugs. That's not mantises well, aren't doing defense. That's the, offense. It's their offensive skills, I guess. But anyways, you learn all about, all kinds about bugs, and Robert's like, "Oh my god, Katie, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, so y'all done, y'all have done these the reptile shows forever with Gecko World Austin, and then now y'all have decided to open up a brick and mortar, which has to be scary. Yeah, it definitely has been. It's been a lot of work getting it together and just making sure we're filled up, had all the supplies we would need, tanks, um, and then of course just keeping everything happy, lights, making sure everything's proper, temps are great. But it's been definitely worthwhile, and I'm loving it. It's been really amazing. So what's the biggest difference between – because when you do the reptile shows, that's that's a retail. You're setting up a small retail store at a reptile show. Mm-hmm. What's been the biggest difference between setting that up and doing a big weekend and now having a shop? I know it's only been a week, but now having a shop. I feel like the biggest difference at expos, I'm very comfortable. I've been doing them for, I don't know, eight years now. Um, it's – a different crowd for sure. You get people that already know what they're talking about most of the time whenever they're looking at geckos and they're like, I already have enclosures. I have plenty of them. At the store, everyone's starting fresh pretty much. There isn't a lot of experienced people, experienced breeders. They need more information. And also, everything has to be priced or else they don't pick it up. <laughs> Expos, they can walk over to me and it's only like 60. The store, it's about 40. That's crazy. That, that that would be great. But well, at least you're not jumping into it knowing nothing. Like I said, when when you set up at a show, it's you're setting up a retail store. So yeah. it's, you're used to that whole idea of having to 
stock stuff and put things out. But now you have like actual like I mean, you kind of have shelves at the store, but you have, instead of a table, you have real shelves. And see, look at that look behind them; it's all fancy. Road tracks. <laughs> Those are going to be going over here by the tanks. There you go. I know somebody that makes Dubia road tracks. I do too. What's his name? I don't he know. I, two, he's pretty shady. Y'all have Tyler two or three. Dubia racks. Um, I have two right now, and we're pretty soon we're going to have to do a whole wall of them, like up to the ceiling. It's getting crazy. Okay, <laughs> so y'all are selling a bunch. Of, that's the one thing we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about feeders tonight because uh, that was our question, and that's also we get feeders from you, and that's and being a pet store. We've talked about it before with other pet stores when we had the grants on, when we had uh, no drama llama right of the grants. <laughs> We had no drama llama on, and uh, pet stores. The biggest thing is it's it's the feeders. So that's one thing I want to talk about tonight is feeders. So let's let me pull up our question that I actually asked Tyler. So what question do you want? And this is the question we go with. As we can hear all that ice in the background. Oh, just hush and read the question. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't wait till I have a studio. Now he does it just to bug you. Come on. All right. Well. We'll have to have camelbacks on in the studio so we don't make any drinking noises. <laughs> we'll drop down hoses from the ceiling that you drink from. Oh, Lord. Uh, so the question was, what is your least favorite feeder insect and why? And the funny thing was, when Tyler said this needs to be the question, he said, you're going to get a whole lot of people saying roaches, which is not really the case. So we'll go through them. That is hands down my least favorite feeder. Yes, but that was I that was not the general roaches. that was not the general consensus from our listeners. Uh, and I agree with the listeners on a lot of on a lot of these. So we'll go through them. But so Brittany P- Patchett, who we've had on mm-hmm. from Goliath Arachnids, uh, she deals with a lot of feeders because she's got a crap ton of spiders. Said hands down, crickets are the freaking worst. They stink, die easily, and escape just to die all over the damn place. Uh, I, I would agree. I, I remember days back when we used to order way too many crickets and they would just all die and the smell and it was miserable and you have to clean that tub out and then you get little flies. Now, since we started doing a smaller number of crickets with Tyler. I was about the, to say, since we have started our feeder subscription. <laughs> yeah, since we started doing our feeder subscription with Tyler. It has been amazing. I don't smell them. Nope. Our tub is empty, but there are like two dead crickets in there total. From the last batch, because that was all we didn't feed out. Yeah, how many do we did we get? Last we time? get two hundred and fifty, and we're going through them. I actually just had to up our subscription because yeah. our animals are like food. And are they crazy. again? Nope, that was a one time okay. thing. But I will say that is one thing I like about the subscription is we're not ordering a thousand or fifteen hundred at a time, and then having a thousand or five hundred of them die because uh-uh. they they do smell horrible. It's great. And our daughter has been taking care of them. That is true. Which is also really cool. So let's go through some of these other ones. Ashley Howdy from Focus Cube said crickets. They stink. They loud. They jump. And pinworms. Can you get pinworms from crickets? I've never eaten them. I don't know. I, I, I don't understand the connection there. Look, look through your poop later and see. No. Oh, okay. Amanda Rua said dubious because she's allergic. So your fear for dubias is you don't like roaches. It's a roach. Robert's got a bunch of dubias. Yes, I do. We've discovered um, that you have an allergy to them. I have formed an allergy to a lot of people do. They form an allergy to them. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that I've started sneezing more and more when I'm sorting them. 
And I think I'm starting to, they're starting to affect me as well. So Tyler, you've been around them for a while. Have you started to form any sort of allergy to them? I already have a bunch of pre-existing lung conditions, so I really can't tell if they're affecting me or if it's just my normal lungs trying to collapse in the morning. It's, <laughs> oh it's just like sorting out the thousand counts. I'm like, oh, I can't tell. And I take my inhaler and I'm fine. You almost oh died God, last Tyler. year, didn't you, Tyler? Yeah, I was pretty You were. Yeah. It ended up being a pneumonia and acute respiratory failure. I was in the hospital for almost eight days. Jeez. Yeah. Gosh. We need to get you one of those full-on respirator masks when you work with roaches, man. <laughs> I'm tempted like, to. Just, oh. just, just like sound like Darth Vader's when he's back there. The guy with that roaches. goes to the shows. Yeah, but I said we could talk to that guy that comes to the shows. He was at Stafford. He was at Stafford. I saw him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, with with his, that whole with his mask. mask on. Oh man, that we we he's should super nice. <sighs> he is. But he still wears kind of cool. He still wears a scuba mask. I mean, yeah. Technically, I think it's a snorkeling mask, but I think so. <laughs> it's my kind of snorkeling mask. <laughs> Wiley Cunningham said crickets because of the smell, the escapes, and the noise. I love the noise. I like the noise outside when camping, not in my house. That doesn't bother me. They'll get like behind the fridge, and then I you're just like, hear, shut up. I could hear the frogs outside the other night. But I'm cool with that they belong outside. <laughs> uh, Darren Watson, flightless fruit flies. He's growing a culture he finds disgusting uh, when you take the lid off. Some are always managing to escape. I agree. I said before I hate fruit flies because I had to grow them in college, and it was a nightmare, and I killed every Wait, 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 wait. Where did you grow them in college? Oh, well, in my room at first. Mm, Then I had to come to your room because your room was – your dorm was cleaner. The air didn't kill them as fast. Correct. The air – and it's not just my dorm room. Our entire dorm was like 70-something years old, and it just – it was it's a a guy's dorm in college. It was gross. Uh, My dad (laughs) – stayed there the first year it was built and he went to the college in 1963 64 yeah so it's so yeah but it no longer exists that building no is, they tore the building down. down like i i moved out of it and they began tearing it down the next year yeah so fruit flies i'm with darren i hate them i kill them all the time now i will say and someone did mention it in here if you're having to deal with fruit flies put them in the fridge for, or the freezer, I mean, for like 30 seconds to a minute, they will all kind of slow down, take them out. You can tap yours out. They come back to life. They're fine. You can freeze fruit flies for a little while and they'll live. Tyler, I know you have to deal with fruit flies because you're dealing with – and flies in general because you you don't do just fruit flies. You also do the, the other – the big fly, like house flies or whatever. We do several kinds actually. I mean fruit flies don't bother me anymore just because I'm so used to them. Um the house flies and the blue bottle flies drive me crazy. They buzz really loudly. The blue bottles are slow enough to where you can catch them. The house flies are not. They are so fast. It, we send them a spike, so they arrive unhatched. Um, we send them with ice packs. You keep them in a fridge to keep them from hatching. As long as you can do that, they're generally fine. And so you're feeding these two things like, I know you had jumping spiders. You just, you all have jumping spiders every now and then. <laughs> Uh, you got the mantis, the mantids. So you're feeding and feeding them flies. Uh, my chameleons every once in a while. Um, I also do a lot of tarantulas now. Um, I haven't brought them to shows yet. They're all at the store. Um, I'm doing a lot of old world stuff. Um, some of them like the flies. A lot of them like crickets, though. So you're doing a lot of the big angry tarantulas. Oh yeah, baboons, all that kind of stuff. No, I'm good. I'll pass. <laughs> no. That's 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 the stuff that moves fast and doesn't like you. 
I ended up getting a Nile monitor at the last show. And oh, look at that. That's awesome. What? She finally came in down. That's so cute. <laughs> they're adorable when they're little. I know. She'll be seven foot in two years. Yeah. Oh you're gonna have to build you a big cage in the shop and have her be a big shop like display animal i'm just gonna upgrade to a two-bedroom apartment <laughs> <laughs> you mean a one-bedroom apartment and a lizard room yeah pretty go. much oh let's see max hicks our buddy max said wax worms he doesn't like the texture and it never feels full i mean i could i could see so. that I can see them. They probably don't taste very good. No. Uh, Ryan Gossel said crickets and calci worms. Once they mature, I've never seen a mature calci worm. Uh, those are technically the BSFL, right? I have yes. no clue. Yeah, the soldier flies, fly they're really big black flies with a big abdomen and a tiny head, and they're really loud. No. Gotcha. I agree with John Grant's statement. John Grant said anyone 100%. here that doesn't say red runner roaches hasn't had a close experience with them, and I fully agree. That was my nightmare at the New Orleans show. So that is actually one of the roaches that, um, one of the types that Brittany feeds out so much. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yep. The one, they're they're too roachy. I know someone out there who doesn't like roaches in general doesn't understand. No, they are too roach-like. But a dubia is not very roachy. I was comfortable with you having a dubia colony in my house. Even hissers, even hissers are not very roachy. Hissers are sweet. But red runners... They're greasy, they're fast, they're gross, and no one wants you to feed them to anything. Get rid of them. They live forever, too, especially in wolves. Ugh. Yep. And then they crawl into your stuff when the person next to you is just banging them all over the place. And it, oh. Okay, we have to keep going. We got to get going. Gross. <laughs> I'm going to break out in hives, y'all. Like, we got to go. Dallas Rua said mealworms and superworms. I don't mind superworms. I like superworms. And Tyler was giving away free superworms with all of his stuff at the show. <laughs> James thought that was the funniest thing. He I, was like, oh my gosh, look at that. I it. walked over there. He had a big thing of feeding tongs inside of a plastic sleeve. And what's in there? A big old superworm. <laughs> yeah, there was more than one. I counted 97 by the end of the show, including <laughs> under the tables, tablecloths, under boxes. Oh and my that gosh. doesn't include any that escaped. Nice. That's so funny. So that Dallas would have hated that. They'd have been everywhere. Yeah. Drew Drew Schultz said. So crickets. we, we oh, when we left on when we left on Sunday, Rachel said, "Where was Tyler at the show this weekend?" I said, "I saw him on Friday, but I don't think I ever saw him again after that." Because he was the on the complete said, opposite side of us. I don't yeah. know how you saw me Friday I mean, I either, because I didn't get to Stafford till midnight. <laughs> okay, then it was Saturday morning. Then we spoke to each other in the parking lot. I guess that was Saturday morning. Uh, I don't yeah, think because I don't. Go ahead. No, I'm good. I, I, I was going to say I don't think say. we've ever been that far away from him. Yeah, yeah I've known yeah. him a long time. We we hit him in the corner. Moss lady <laughs> split us up apparently when she was doing the <laughs> table placements. Sorry, now monitor pooped on me. <laughs> nice. Drew Schultz said crickets, the smell, they smell terrible, they're loud, they die all the time, and at the point they make me break out into hives if I'm around them for more than a few minutes. I could see hating them for that. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williamson said all of them. He doesn't like bugs. There you go. Uh, Heather Gilchrist said millworms. <laughs> she said they're worthless. That's uh, intense. That is intense. I think if you're like, they must have owned geckos because they come in pretty handy when you own geckos. Yep. I like mealworms because you can put them in the fridge and they just stop. Mm-hmm. 
I get not liking something for allergic reasons, though. I get like that. Stephen Lillings and Lake Mill warrants for allergies. A lot of the allergies come from uh, the proteins in these things. They they have they're all all of them have exoskeletons that are made of certain proteins. Chitin. A lot of people have allergies to that. Sometimes they have allergies to the frass, which is the poop from them. So we we knew Ilana Ilana from No Drama Llama. So any roach bigger than a medium dubia, which is funny because <laughs> she has a pet store. And they sell roaches. <laughs> so she has to deal with them on a regular basis. Sean Gray said Red Runners. I agree with Sean Gray again. Red Runners are horrible. Evil. He, he used the word evil. He did say evil. It's accurate. And then Josh Stover said crickets. Everybody's saying crickets for the same reasons. Roger, I'm not going to say Roger's last name, said crickets. Travis Wyman said crickets. And Aaron Sire said dubias. And then he called them trash. Trash. <laughs> So, like I said, at the beginning of this, when Tyler and I were talking, he said everybody's going to say roaches. And there were a few on there that said roaches. The overwhelming majority, especially right away after we posted it, was crickets. So, I, I'm i not a fan of roaches at all. Um, but I also am not a fan of live mice or rats. Because they freak, they freak me out. Yeah, you worked at No Drama Llama table this weekend with live mice. I did. And when that gentleman walked up and said, I want to buy that whole box, I said, well, you will have to wait until she comes back because I'm not touching them. So you're welcome to either box them yourself or wait. And he just kind of looked at me. I was like, nope, the tails freak me out. That's where I draw the line. So wait, if I went around and cut the tails off all the mice, would they not bother you anymore? Probably not. That's weird as hell. It and is. Messed up. I know. I can't. Stub tails like Yorkies. I will say that Daegu's don't bother me. That's a giant gerbil. But gerbils are kind of like, meh. I'm a little iffy. They're meh? Yeah. Okay. Guinea pigs don't bother me. They have no tail. I know. That's hamsters weird. are just too small. Hamsters bite. But I don't like they my... quite frequently, too. I don't like rats. <laughs> so what is your number one feeder you sell out of your shop? Pretty much dubias and superworms, I feel like. Um, crickets are popular for some stuff. Um, like my Nile, she won't eat anything else, like millions. But other than that, usually dubias. And you said you have three different types of flies. We have the fruit flies, uh, house fly. And- yeah. Um, blue bottles is the last one. I've seen this because I got, I got a mantis from you, from a coworker. But when I got it, I went ahead and put it into a different container and I sent it to him. And then I didn't realize there were flies in the container. Luckily, I had to put the lid back on. I, I came home later that day, and there's just a ton of flies flying around in this empty container <laughs> and, until they died about a day or two later because I had nothing to give them to anymore. But, yeah, I, I enjoy not having – well, for a long time, I didn't have things that took feeders. But now that my wife and my daughter decided they wanted lizards to eat feeders, we now have them. But I enjoyed my Euromastics. Just ate veggies. I didn't have to deal with bugs. That was great. I like your mastics too. They're pretty cool. But yeah, so, somebody was asking us this weekend. Remember, James? They said my son wants his a bearded dragon for his first animal, and I said, go, "You and I at the same time said, go buy your mastics." Your mastics is so much better. Yeah, I, I like lizards. <laughs> I can't help it. Look, I like turtles. I know. Turtles, I, know. I like turtles. I like lizards and frogs. <laughs> I like those two. Oh, so, sorry. I was letting the dog in. I heard him talk about me a minute ago. Your store is it just 
reptiles and amphibians are actually we got a lot of stuff um it's supplies reptiles amphibians arachnids um with arachnids or scorpions tarantulas jumping spiders all kinds of stuff um we're about to have aquatic turtles we have tortoises but you're staying away from the fuzzy stuff for now um live roads should be sooner than later um we're waiting for like gerbils prairie dogs uh degus all that stuff oh so you're not looking at just like live feeders you're looking at at pet quality fuzzy stuff eventually um the live feeders will be sooner than the other stuff do you sell any frozen feeders now or yeah that's cool i always like it we've talked to several pet store owners and i always like hearing how all this works out it's 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 very interesting and like i said i don't think the regular person realizes how much you sell in just food you know that's it's crazy yeah it is <laughs> well Anybody that owns a pet store will tell you that they are a feeder store that also sells some animals. Yep. Feeders feeders keep the lights on. It's true. That's just a lot of having to clean up after insects. Yeah, that's dad's job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll clean up the animals. I will not clean up crickets or dubias. I refuse. Nice. That's so funny. You should just be like, yeah, I'm doing the shows on the weekends. You can clean the roaches. Yep. Oh. So, what is that? I'm trying to pull up our discussion page. There's been a lot of stuff posted on there. Oh. Oh, my God. One thing they posted is something that happened this weekend. No. That happened because I literally asked somebody to do something, and they didn't say no. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, I took the photo. I know. Our buddy Joe Challoner from Venom Proof Cages was standing there. John Grant walked over with a very angry toke gecko, and Challoner let it bite his finger, and I simply said, let it bite your nipple. That's all it took. <laughs> he lifted his shirt, and it bit his nipple. And I don't know where I was for all this. You were not there. <laughs> There was not a there was not a single woman around while we did this. Apparently, it was like seven guys, and we uh, thought. I literally all I said was do it. I did not think someone would go. Yeah, let me let it bite my nipple. No hesitation. If anyone wants to see a picture of that, it is on our discussion group. It is the best part. You're missing there is that I forget who it was. Someone came up and poked him, poked Challoner. Andy Hine poked Challoner. <laughs> the Joe moved, and as he moved, John Grant twisted the gecko. Which was still attached to his nipple. Oh my god! And then the gecko bit down harder. Ah, <laughs> this hurts me. And I took a picture. And and, and yeah. James and James Bragoli is right in the middle his, of the photo. His laughing. face he's, is hilarious. He's kind of creepy though. He's like, it almost looks like he's really enjoying it. It's just no. it's a little weird. <laughs> One thing I do have to say about the Bragolis, uh, not so much James. Forget him, but his lovely wife makes bread. I love Kayla. Kayla makes makes bread and sells it at the Stafford Show and the Conroe Show because they live near Conroe. I did not know it was going to be at the Stafford Show. And can I tell you, when they yeah, made the minute that they announced it, you took oh, money and ran. Oh, shit. I was hitting that table. I came back with three loaves of bread. Life was good. I love the pumpkin bread. She makes pumpkin bread. That's just amazing. I ended up getting chocolate chip bread this weekend. I ate it at the show. It did not make know, it home. Do you know what's really funny is when she saw me turn the corner, she picked up a loaf of blueberry and handed it to me. She knew what I was coming for. <laughs> Tyler ate all of his bread at the show. Yeah. 
That's all I ate for the show. I, I, look, I can eat half of a loaf for breakfast on Saturday. I found out I can eat a whole loaf. And half of a loaf for breakfast on Sunday. And it's great. I get bread for and my birthday this year, I didn't year even too. have a fork or anything. I just, it was just all hands. It Me too. Be, it was something about the venue. Robert has some bread? Yep. Yeah. The we strawberry got, um, is good, too. That was my got, favorite. Oh. Pumpkin. We got the banana with... Some kind of nuts, banana nut bread, but I think it was like walnuts. They make a banana and with chocolate chip. The banana bread with chocolate chip is pretty good. <sighs> and then we got uh, pumpkin. Nice. I yeah. just, I know we we had Travis on last week, and now we're talking about bread this week. It's we're becoming a food show. I'm telling you though, like because she sold out Saturday. Oh yeah, she sold and out in fast. Conroe she sells out normally by lunchtime on Saturday. Yeah, she oh, brought. She brought like yeah. yeah, she brought a ton of. It wasn't like she brought ten. No, no. <laughs> I think she brought. Was it two hundred? But think I, what I would me. be interested to know how much the vendors purchase all of it before the show. <laughs> all of it. I feel <laughs> bad because I mean I don't even I don't know how many guests actually get the bread and how much the vendors just buy. So. One thing I do, let's see, we're going through my stuff on our, our stuff on our discussion page. I'm just kind of starting off from, from our last podcast. Chris Eaton's favorite part of the podcast. I know Chris Eaton loves when we, <laughs> when we talk about something. Look, Chris, in a month and a half or so, everyone will be able to see this stuff because we'll be oh, doing live so on funny. YouTube slash Facebook and people can watch it. But our, our buddy Andy Sampson posted for the Stafford show. He was going to be there, but it's a bunch of his frog pictures from Success and More. They have a bunch of really amazing frogs. I like the bird poop frogs. Yeah, bird poop frogs. Robert didn't realize that was a thing, and he thought Max Hicks was making a joke about it. But they're a real frog. Yeah. Sean went and grabbed some off Andy's table and showed them to me the next weekend. And it looks like bird poop. They're fun. Now I want some or some white tree frogs. I, well, I think the I want some Amazon. Frogs. I want some Amazon milk. milk frogs. I love the milk frogs. I want some of those. I think that might be what I get for my birthday. I have decided though, I want a cane toad. Oh no no no! James Those tells me that big. he yes. tells me the other night. You know what you should get, Katie? You should get a cane toad. And I was like, that sounds like James wants a cane toad. I think Katie should get a cane toad. But I did start doing research, and on they're them. awesome. They are kind of cool. like the size of a chihuahua. <laughs> I'm like, Katie had heck? some on his table. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I've seen some here and there at the shows for sale, like full grown adults. And I mean, it's the cage it's, that you need is so big, though. Full. They don't move that much. I'm sure they burrow. Yeah. So you're just going to give them a bunch of stuff. like a 55-gallon tank. Or I know somebody who can, I know somebody who okay. can build a cage. Okay. Out of some PVC. And I hope where whatever school decides to hire me is totally okay with class pets. Because if they're just not. Just don't let them touch it. Well, no. I'm just talking about other stuff. I got I I to get that, stuff out of my house so I can get more. I love that we're sitting here talking house. about cane toads as a pet. And if anybody in Australia hears this, they're probably really angry at us. Yeah. <laughs> like, cane toads would be an awesome pet. And they're sitting there like, I wish they'd kill all these cane toads. Yeah. Oh. Crazy stuff. What in the world? I, I So I didn't read some of these. And I'm just seeing the titles of some of these. I really got to go re- read these when they get posted. This one says, there's a lizard sex satellite floating in space and Russia no longer has it under control. I did not even see that article post. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah. It's a very intriguing title. I want to say I remember something about lizards in space. Scroll down and I'll read. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a sci-fi movie. Uh, but I want to say I remember something. Oh, a while it's been back. updated. 
good news. Russia has regained control of the satellite. It was from 2014. That's, that's good. Oh, okay. The satellite full of geckos possibly having sex. <laughs> oh, that's like a horror movie. They come back. Just so this whole article is from 2014. Yes. Started off with five geckos on board. They wanted to observe their mating activities in zero gravity. No, that's some bullshit. That's some fucked up scientist stuff where they're like, yeah, who? you know, it'll be great. Let's watch these things fuck in space. <laughs> who wrote that grant proposal? <laughs> that's, and I can't believe it's Russia. Like, Russia's, like, someone there said, that's a good idea. I know that we're trying to take over the world, but in the but meantime. It wasn't, it wasn't just geckos on board. There several were, other early creatures, including plants and insects. Yeah, but no, they were watching the geckos. That's so they were weird. Creepy. I who's just sit, their job is to sit there and watch these geckos float around, trying to bang each other, floating around in space. After it made a few orbits, it stopped responding to commands from mission control. The geckos realized how much fun it was, and they didn't want to be brought back. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going to live forever now, guys. Oh my gosh! Oh, that is. That's just the, it's the no dumbest. We're going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially the dumbest scientific experiment I've ever heard of. If anybody knows of a dumber one than lizards having sex in space, 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 <laughs> please tell me. Because oh, that's man. pretty dumb. Uh, newfound species of amphibious giant centipede. I just oh. thought centipedes were horrible before, but now they can swim. Nope. Oh. Nope. 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 Keep scrolling. Don't even click Name on that article. for woman cursed by the gods. Nope. Keep moving up. I'll keep up. Thank you, Isaac, for posting that. So do you ever oh. sell uh, centipedes, Tyler? I hate centipedes. I what about barely millipedes? have scorpions. Millipedes are even worse. What? I love millipedes. I like millipedes. I don't like centipedes. All their little legs, they just keep brushing up against you. It's so terrifying. Like, the I don't leg, know. I the, legs aren't, the legs aren't why I'm afraid of a centipede. No. It's that whole oh. biting part. Yeah, that's for centipedes. Millipedes, though, their legs freak me out. And like Jubias, I can have probably 50 of them on my arm and not care. With centipedes, as soon as I see one, it's flinching immediately. That made me feel yeah, I've little had them on my now. table from <clears throat> Sean Trimbeck. No, no, not from Sean. Uh, it's either Sean or Grant, but I had them on my table before. Someone was like, hey, can you move that so I can see it? I said, nope. I'm <laughs> not opening this thing. I, I found. I had to Google stupid science experiments, and here's one. <laughs> some, some New Zealand scientists got a grant to study whether or not putting your socks on the outside of your shoes made you less likely to slip on icy sidewalks. The hell? They had 2,900 people try it. And wow. Appar- apparently, you're less likely to slip. And I need the video footage of the people that did slip. Where they... Injected a male bull elephant with 1.5 million units of LSD while he was in his must period. <laughs> Why? To see if it would change his mental state after the LSD wore off, like it does to some humans. Uh, he became aggressive, began to sway his hindquarters, and then he fell over and died. <gasps> no! Poor elephant. <laughs> yeah. James is dying. That's not funny. It's not, it's not funny. But you, oh, fuck. you are about that to- elephant had the best 
five minutes of his life. <laughs> I took it. Took him two hours to 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 die. Oh my he god! He tripped balls for two hours. <laughs> this is horrible. Can you imagine what's going on in that elephant's mind? Oh my god! You know, like we make jokes about when people get drunk, they see pink elephants. He may have seen yep. them. Uh, here's maybe he saw humans. Some scientists trained some rats to understand commands in Japanese and in Dutch. And then they played all the commands backwards and the rats couldn't understand them. And that was the, that was the, (laughs) what was the point point of that? (laughs) Right. You could give me me directions in English, play them backwards. I wouldn't know what the hell they are either. (laughs) Right. Right. So. That's uh, oh. there were grants for all that stuff. All right. I officially this is a challenge to every listener. I officially need you every week to give me the dumbest science experiments you can find because these are great. <laughs> so, all right, let's, let's let's move on. Those are great. I also want to remind everybody about the Get Buzzed for Buzz Tales that is happening at the St. Augustine Alligator Farm on May 15th. That is to help the don't want to lie. It's the something, something group. I can't. I'm. It's, it's something about. If you open a link, it'll tell you. Yeah, I know, but that's work. It's oh, it's geez. it's to help save Derek, rattlesnakes. I apologize. Yeah, Derek. You, look, people realize by this point, I'm not going to try too hard. Oh, there was a picture that got posted that made Robert happy and his son happy. There was a picture. <laughs> Robert's face. There was like, a picture. Uh... That Rob Christian shared of a scaleless corn snake wrapped around eggs. Yep. Now, not wrapped around like like a ball python because they don't do that, but still had eggs. We had talked about um, the possibility that scaleless corns couldn't lay eggs because you never really see pictures. Now, I'm hoping this was not a faked picture and this is true, but we had someone comment in our group that I forgot who it was. I'll have to go look. They're overseas, but they've they've produced several clutches of scaleless corn snakes from a scaleless to scaleless pairing. Awesome. So That's yeah, because she actually she or he I can't remember they actually tagged me in, and I'm gonna go find it. But go ahead and keep talking. Uh, the next one, Travis Wyman knows I'm not gonna read this as much as I'd like to because it's about an animal that I think is really freaking awesome. But it's the evolutionary history of Tuatara. And it's extinct relatives. I may actually go back and read it's that. It's not an article. It's a YouTube video. It's a video? Oh, it is. I'll totally watch that while I'm pooping. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's when you watch YouTube videos. No. Normal people watch YouTube videos in a different time of the day. Oh, yeah? Tyler, have you ever watched YouTube videos while pooping? Only if it has subtitles. <laughs> you don't want people to hear you watching a video while you're pooping? I don't like any volume playing on most TV unless I'm actually laying in bed watching it. I have finally met someone else. That's James weird. makes fun of me all the time because I never have audio on my videos. I always read the slow. subtitles. Robert, weird. have you ever watched YouTube <laughs> while pooping? Uh, yeah, usually TikTok, yeah. but mostly poop, uh, sometimes Same thing. YouTube. Counts. Still counts. All right, yeah. so I guess that's going to be a poll on our on our page we'll, this we'll week. Post that. I'll Do post that. Do you watch YouTube? Do you going watch, to the bathroom. Do you watch videos on your phone while pooping? Going to the bathroom. No, pooping. Ugh. It's very important that it's pooping. Well, no, it doesn't while peeing. I mean, that would you would drop your phone in on accident while... Not me. Well, not you, but <laughs> the three of us might drop our phone in on accident. Sounds like personal problem there, but I need to watch this. I need to watch this video. Tuataras are awesome. They're a group of reptiles in their own 
They're not a lizard, mm-hmm. even though they look like a lizard. They're in their own order, Rhynchocephalia. And it's one of my favorite things to teach every year. And there's only two species left, but they were around in the age of dinosaurs. Dang. Whereas whereas modern reptiles, uh, alligators, lizards, snakes, all that, were not. They evolved later. The Tuatara and their extinct relative, other Tuatara relatives were alive at the age of dinosaurs. Hmm. They're really cool. And they're found in New Zealand. Just two species left found on the island in New Zealand. So, I okay, we'll continue because I do want to talk about this uh, picture that I posted of one of the racks that Robert built. But that'll come up after we go ahead and take a break and we go ahead and name our winner. So tell what it was. So thank you to Tyler Colley and Gecko World Austin for being our uh, prize for this month, our giveaway for this month. It is, well, I'll let, I'll let Tyler go ahead. Tyler, go ahead and tell what it is. Yeah, so we have a few different options. Um, one of the things was you could do a Krusty Gecko in a full setup, which has to be picked up if you want the tank with it. If you don't, you can have everything shipped to you, all the supplies, food, just not the tank, Gecko included, or you can do a $150 gift certificate to our website. Yes, because as Robert knows, shipping awkwardly sized things is expensive. And heavy things. And heavy things. So we had several people this month. They had to keep up with the different snakes that we named this month. Uh, let me pull it up because I didn't actually keep up with it. But I know our, our listeners did. So I want to pull up the four different snakes we talked about. We had first the Eastern Diamondback. That was when we had Derek on. Then we had the dragon snake. I can't remember whose that was. I think that was us. That was, oh, that was our life. That was when we were just us. The wolf snake, that was Joe. Joe Phelan's. And the Doomerl's boa, that was Travis. So those were our four snakes. Everyone that sent us in those four snakes in order, because they paid attention over the entire month, were put into the drawing. I have all of everybody's names on a spreadsheet with a number next to it. Katie's here next to me to make sure I don't cheat. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm going to hit the button. The number is three. Brendan Frizzella. 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 I'm so Frisella. sorry I said your last name. By the time this comes out, Brendan, I will have messaged you to see which option you want to go with. And then I'll put you into contact with uh, Tyler and we'll get that taken care of. But thank you, Tyler, for doing that. That was awesome. Um, I'm super excited that we were able to do that this month. Yeah, me too. Thank y'all. And so now our next month's giveaway, and this is the reason I wanted to go ahead and do this now because it was coming up. Our next month's giveaway is going to be a rack from some dude that makes racks. Oh, that's me. Oh yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do one of the single tub seventies is what we'll start off with. Or, the value of that one is $145. You could use the $145 towards another rack, whichever you choose. Um, for, if you take the single tub, I'll cover shipping and everything. If you use it towards another rack, I'll cover part of the shipping. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen those, they're on my website. I take them to all the shows. They're pretty neat. They're great little quarantine racks. It's just a single ARS 70 series tub with a um with heat and everything ready to go. Yes. And it, like I said, it is great for quarantine. It's great for someone who may just have one or two snakes and they need an extra cage. You want to put a snake in your room, but you don't want to have to deal with a glass tank. 
Uh, you had the that one mom who was not a fan of snakes, but her kids loved them, so she bought two of them, uh, yep. one for each of her kids, so that she didn't have to see the snake, but they had a, a nice home to be in. Comes with belly heat. All you need to do is add the thermostat. So that is this month. We are going to give away a 70 uh, single tub rack. Let's, I say rack. It's, it's We'll call it a rack. It's, it's a single tub enclosure. Yeah, but, you could go. So, Robert, what are they going to have to do? We have four episodes this month that they're going to have to pay attention to. But what do they have to do? Every week. So, on my website, when you go to it, there's a pop-up that comes up and takes up the screen as soon as you as soon as soon you uh, go to the website. So, I will put something on the pop-up that you'll have to read, and you'll it'll be very clear what it is. And you'll have to tell us every week what what little message I put in there. Yes, keep up with that. Message it to us through Facebook to the Reptile Gumbo Podcast Facebook. And at the end of the four weeks, you will be entered in for the drawing for a single tub rack from Lone Star Reptile Racks. I was trying to go to the website. It's not working. What? I know. You need to fuss at your your website person. It's also me for us. Working perfectly fine. Really? Yeah. I can't go on my phone. You know what? Let me try not to. My internet has been. I have this one reason I can't wait to move. Oh yeah, it's my it's it's my internet. I don't know why because you're. I'm talking to y'all on the internet, so I don't. I don't get it. But yes, so make sure this month pay attention to that. If you decide you want to put towards something else, a great option. Yeah, you're not attached to the Wi-Fi. Oh, is that um, what that is? That's not Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to put that towards uh, another option, you don't want this, the 70, check out the picture I posted this past Saturday of the new rack with the window in it. It's got a little window. Lights, it's got LED lights. You can see your animal without having to open the tub. It's still the, the back half of the rack or tub stays dark, so they still feel safe. But you can still see down in there. You can see check their water without having to open it. It's an awesome little thing. If you want a display without having to have a glass tank, but you still want to be able to display your animal, it comes with those crystal clear tubs, which I think look awesome. It, it so. gives you the benefits of a rack slash tub setup, the husbandry benefits with the display benefits of a glass tank. So it's it's better for the animal. And it's better for you if you want to be able to see your animal. And the venomous guys seem to like them because they can see where the hell that snake is before they yes. open it up. Well, on top of that, it's going to hold humidity better because you're not dealing with like a screen lid on a tank or something like that. So you've got that. Uh, it's a lower profile, so you're not wasting, especially if you have a snake that's not going to climb that much. It's really great. So check out that picture. If you win, you can always use it. And if you don't win, go buy one because he can mail it to you. Then Travis posted another picture of a spider that disappears on a stick. And that's, that's weird, but he posted one previously on an episode and it's a spider that looks like moss and it blends into a branch and it's super weird looking. They're cool looking. They are weird. And then Max Hicks posted his, Oh, it's video from NARBC. We talked about it a little bit last week, the Arlington NARBC show. Uh, Tyler, did y'all do that? Yeah, I was at NARBC. How was it for y'all? It was a good show. I love NRBC. Is it busy? 
Yeah, it was off and on. Saturday was a lot busier than Sunday for us. Um, it's usually Saturday is more small supplies, gecko food, and then Sunday's animals. How do you feel about, and I've been to Tenley and I've seen shows and I've been to Daytona and they do something. How do you feel about the pipe and drape around your table so you can't see each other? Um, it depends. The way I was at this expo, I was blocked off from everyone and I was by the back loading dock. And so it was kind of like I was in this little tiny enclosed cave. It was a little scary. Um, <laughs> sometimes if you're in the middle of a section, though, it's really nice. See, I'm just not a fan of it. it I, I get it. It's like the old trade show thing, like where you go to a trade show and they have their own little booth and all this. But I feel at a reptile show, it's it shouldn't be that way. I like being able to see across the show and point, oh, yeah, I don't have this, but so-and-so does over there. Yeah. Go find the 12-year-old in the corner. He has all your gecko supplies. <laughs> so going through these pictures. Oh, <laughs> was it John Grant posted a great picture of a great new cologne for people? Nerodia for men. <laughs> men are not there. Nerodia is a scientific name for water snakes. And if you've never smelled a water snake, you're lucky. Yeah. It's one of those smells you never forget. Or get rid of. It just stays, it lingers for a long time. Here's one. This is an interesting uh, title. It was an article that says, Feral Desert Donkeys Are Digging Wells Giving Water to Parched Wildlife. So hmm. Interesting. Those are some really great jackasses. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So, so I was about to say, so we'll have to have like a wah wah. Oh, that'll be our soundboard. <laughs> yeah, but you won't get to press it. I won't tell you which one it is. Uh, I want control of that one. That's right. <laughs> Travis posted this article. You read this one. I read this to you in the car, so and I didn't post it. And then Travis posted it like the next day. Thief. Uh, well, I even commented. I was like, I almost posted this. So in. Virginia, I think it was, there was a snake that swallowed a golf ball. Yeah, a rat snake. Um, like on a golf course, I guess. But it was left for dead. A woman found it, <clears throat> took it. The shelter that she took it to, the veterinarian's office, they did surgery on it. It rehabbed, and it was returning to the wild. I don't know if they said in the article or we talked with somebody. It could have been one of those situations <laughs> where the golf ball was actually inside of a chicken. That was in the article. So yeah. they think what happened. Not inside of a chicken. Inside of a chicken the house. The chicken coop. They, they, because a lot of times, I know my parents do this, they have a ceramic egg that they put in with their real eggs because they had chickens that were pecking on their eggs. And so you'll put a ceramic egg in there to keep the chickens from pecking at their own eggs and from breaking them open. And so they think what happened... Because they're little tiny velociraptors. Yeah. So they think what happened was instead of using a ceramic egg, somebody just put a golf ball in. And so when the snake went into the chicken coop to eat the egg, it ate the golf ball instead. Yes. Crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I, I haven't looked at this one. A public group called Entomemology... Now I've got to click on this public group. No, that's not what that was. What is that? That's study of insects, isn't it? Well, it entomology was, is, but this but is. the comment it was a it was a link from there. Oh, and it was here. a picture because even Alana posted that it was like horror film worthy, and it I don't remember what it was. I don't know what it is either. But it was something. But oh. it's apparently a meme group. 
for insects. Which tells me that the image he shared from the group is no longer there. And that's why it's just what a link shame. to the group because that wasn't what was originally posted. Oh, this is one that uh, Tracy shared. I've seen this picture that's before. Frightening. Yeah, it's it's of a. Um, hold on, it's a Darwin. It's of a carpet with a third eye, like in the top of its head. It's it's a weird looking picture, creepy. Which, as opposed to like lizards, like bearded dragons, which have kind of a third eye on the top of their head, but for seeing light. So anybody out there with a the bearded dragon, your dragon has three eyes. Go check it out. <laughs> And then, dun, 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 giveaway for upcoming Arlington Lone Star Reptile Expo. Are y'all doing the Arlington Lone Star Reptile Expo? I won't be doing Pueblo or Lone Star this round, just because we it's too far of a drive with the store right now. Um, but I'll be back at every expo starting Austin. Yeah, you should be at Austin. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's 35 minutes uh, away from me. I have a feeling that Pueblo show is going to be a killer show. There hasn't been a show in Colorado since the last Herp show in July. A show of any substance or size. So I think that's going to be a killer show. I hate that you're going to miss it. Yeah. yeah. Like it sucks to be you. <laughs> uh, you guys are missing it too. You crowd Maybe. Don't want to drive. We don't know. <laughs> no, Pueblo we're missing. Oh, Pueblo we're missing. I thought he meant Austin. Pueblo's a million. Yeah, Colorado. We No, we have school. That's right. So now what I do want to bring up is every week I do make a little post. Uh, It's the weekly WTF. Thanks to Riley who came up with that title. It's stuck and I liked it where people tell me what they saw this week on her related stuff. I really want to get people picking up on that because I have a, uh, I have an intro to that coming soon. If a certain, a certain fat man, don't you be ugly. That's his name on the podcast. I I know. But once he makes my intro for me, because he's awesome. Oh my goodness. I'm almost afraid to hear what I it's going to be. I, I don't know. know what it's going to be. I, can't, I gave him some guidelines, and then I told him I wanted him to cuss, which I figured was not a stretch for Chris Eaton. But <laughs> he's going to make the intro for this segment. It's going to become a weekly segment. So this week on the weekly WTF, John Grant talked about the Toke, or uh, Max Hicks talked about the Toke Gecko biting Joe Challenger's nipples. We already talked about that. He had to be there. It was disturbing. <laughs> Chadwick Osborne said he heard Mike Rowe was on a podcast. Uh, and he's going to Florida to catch iguanas. I did go to Mike Rowe's Facebook shortly after that, and there was there was a picture of him on getting on a plane going to Florida to deal with iguanas. So now I've got to go listen to the episode and hear about Mike Rowe in Florida catching iguanas because hmm. I love I love Mike Rowe. He's got a new show on Discovery called Six Degrees with Mike Rowe, and he starts. It's like Six Degrees with Kevin Bacon. He starts off with a story over here, and then through six different ways. He gets to a completely different story and shows you how they're connected. Like one, the last one I saw was how sheep help you do your taxes. Like it makes no sense unless you watch the whole thing and how it gets to that point. But I love Mike Rowe because he's also a big proponent of people doing manual labor jobs, skilled labor yep. jobs, you know, going out, learning a trade, things that need to be pushed in school. And as a teacher, I know people are like, oh, you're not pushing college? No, I'm not pushing college for everybody. Some people need to go out there and become a plumber and make more money than I'll ever make. So, that was my, my small soapbox for the day. Just but, the one? Oh, also. Uh, the one for now. Electricians? Being an electrician make more money? Air conditioner repair. Carpenters. Carpenters. Oh, yes. These with are all jobs that, that nobody wants to do, and they're like, they're dying trades, like for some reason. But we need them. But the weird thing is, they're not trades that we no longer need. It's not like 
oh no, we don't poop anymore. We don't need plumbers. Like we definitely still need plumbers, but everybody feels they're too good to do it, I guess. But those guys make a no pun intended, crap ton of money. I'm glad I, I cracked cracked up the twelve year old. I was oh I'm cheesing to ignore you. <laughs> oh, and then one other person on our weekly WTF put milk snakes. In case you're waiting for more, there there was no more to that. I don't I, I don't know what they wanted. <laughs> I was hoping the crickets would start chirping. Yeah. It didn't happen. Oh, that's another one for our soundboard. Chirping crickets. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, it happens. <laughs> I don't I don't know what Dusty wants to know about milk snakes. Uh, I hear they bring all the boys to the yard. No, no, James. Is that milk snakes? No. <laughs> Thought it was milk snakes. No. Better than yours. No. <laughs> Milkshake. Oh, that's what it was. Oh I my go god! Right that sounds fantastic. A milkshake. <laughs> I know. So no, thank you. Oh, a Whataburger. Well, I have a Whataburger, and they're open twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have not tried the Dr Pepper milkshake. Is I'm that any good? Sure. It's pretty. It's good. fantastic. Well, of course, Robert mm-hmm. likes it. Robert would take Dr Pepper through his veins if you'd inject it. <laughs> that's Pepper all I know. <laughs> Those are real. I've actually so I drink Diet Dr Pepper. But I think the I, I have my diet, Dr. Pepper. Um, That's I, since the show started. Coke Zero. I, That's my I, usual favorite. I think that it was. It's it's just been so long since I've had a real Dr. Pepper. What in the world is that? I don't know what just happened. Yeah. I I think it's been so long since I've had a real Dr. Pepper that the diet Pepper Zero. Like it tastes so much like a regular Dr Pepper that I forgot what it. I was. like the Diet Dr Pepper with cream soda. Those that are one's good pretty too. good too. Like the Dr Pepper Zero to me, it tastes just like Dr Pepper. Also, I don't taste a difference at all. Yeah, I'm glad now we're talking about sodas and milkshakes. Thanks. This all stems from Dusty. Want to talk about milkshakes? <laughs> right. <laughs> Bless you. I, I can't think. Of, all right, Robert, give us a milk snake fact. A fact or, a, or an old wives' tale? I, oh, wait. Katie's got a great... Uh, let's see what his is. Mine might top it. How they got their name? Go for it. Go for it. Because farmers used to think that they would drink the milk out of the cows at night. There you go. <laughs> no, no, Katie, I'll top you. Katie's got a better one. When I was pregnant with our daughter, I worked at the zoo. And I had people every single show that would be concerned for my safety because the milk snake was going to attack me during the program to get my breast milk supply because I was pregnant. People are stupid. The first time that someone told me that, I know I couldn't, I did not censor my face. The what are you talking about look was very real. And uh, yeah, that was the first time any of us had ever heard it. It was this, it was a very specific group of people that believed that. Okay. A much older group of people also. So this time of year is the busy Ooh. time of year for snake relocations and the snake ID groups. Mm-hmm. And all the stupid, stupid people that think that come out and tell you about, you know, getting chased by a, copper, a cotton mouth or anything. Uh, I had someone tell me yesterday that copperheads are among the most shy and docile creatures. If you are nearby, they will close their eyes seemingly what? in belief that you can't see them. I'm what? reading it off. I sc- took a screenshot. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So they they lived with copperheads for twenty seven years. So they they know that they can close their eyes. No. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, okay. We're special. This probably sounds silly, but I've always wondered: when you relocate a snake, does it have like a family or friends that'll never see again? Will it be missed or miss its community? Just curious. Aww. I could start an entire uh, Facebook page with these. Um, <laughs> Ooh, this this might be Robert's new weekly segment. Ooh, yeah. Because our like wonderful podcast leader has challenged his two co-hosts to come up with yeah. something to talk about. I'm just I've decided I'm going to talk about books. Oh, you want to talk about Because I want to talk about the kids' book that we found at Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> There we go, James. Go Is this going to work for you? Talk about your book. Well, I got to go get it. Oh. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I was trying to look up one. It was, uh, I can't figure out what kind of snake it is. So our buddy Max sent me a, a thread from a group in Texas. Someone got bit by a venomous snake they owned and then went straight to Facebook asking to talk to somebody and figure out help. But I can't remember what it I, I don't know the species, and I tried to find it. It said McGregory, but I don't know what kind of snake that is. I looked for it, and all I can find is Connor McGregor online, and that's not what I'm looking for. So, but just a, out there, if you get bit by a venomous snake, please don't don't call, don't go to Facebook. What was funny was the guy said that yeah, these doctors in Texas don't know anything about uh, exotic snake bites, and that's why he didn't call anybody. And then your buddy, what is that? The snake. What kind of snake is it? McGregor's pit viper. Okay. But uh, what what's his name, Robert? The doctor in Texas. Spencer Green. Yes, he commented and gave his advice and said, but since the guy doesn't trust the doctors in Texas, then it probably doesn't matter. Yeah. But thought that was funny. So in the last week, we've had that. We've had someone tell Justin Kabilka that he that new people shouldn't come on threads and talk about incubating eggs if they don't know what they're talking about. What the hell does Justin Kabilka That know? was hilarious. And we've had someone argue with Dr. Travis Wyman about genetics on a parthenogenic clutch because <laughs> their response was, all the babies will be just like mama. Well... Travis, <laughs> Travis used a lot of big words and the guy never responded. So I imagine yeah. so. <laughs> oh, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about your book? I can. Talk about your book. You got to talk into the mic. I will. Well, the if you'd scoot mic. over and share space with me. Well, you know what? We'll buy you your own mic. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we were at the Dollar Tree and I found the cutest little book. It's a kid's book. It's a counting book. Robert's not even looking. I know. It's called Scuttles Diamonds, and it's about an axolotl, and his friends keep making faces at me, Robert. I won't cook for you when I move there. And it talks, it talks about how all of his friends want to know how many diamonds he has. And so basically, it's just a book of counting, but it's cute little pictures, even though it's not accurate at all, um, because he doesn't live in the water, and there's a grasshopper and a bee and an ant and a spider. And, and we all know those don't live with axolotls. They but may. You don't know. Um, Have you ever been to that one lake in Mexico I'm where they sure live? I'm sure that these axolotls are not, you know, living on the beach. You ever been there? 
with the snail. And they might live for a few minutes until they dry out and die. Yeah. Son of a beach. But the pictures are cute. So I bought it. Uh, adorable. give it to my nephew. <laughs> so that was Katie's. <laughs> I found a couple of articles today. One was, the title is, Florida's new invasive reptile rules have breeders leaving and activists rejoicing. But again, you should replace activists with uh, morons, idiots, terrorists, whatever you want to go with, which is what they really mean. But it's talking about uh, about iguana and tegu breeders having to to leave Florida. If they want to stay in business, they're having to leave Florida because it's now going to become illegal. Now, I don't trust these numbers by the Florida Wildlife Commission. It says, according to the Florida Wildlife Commission, the value of the tegu industry across the state in 2019 was about $500,000. That number seems very low if you were to truly look at all the things that tegus, owning tegus, and everything is involved there. Because it's not only the selling of a tegu, but people that sell supplies for tegus. And, and, I, and I'm telling you that more were sold than $500,000 worth. It just had to have been. And, so, and then it also says green iguanas was only around $120,000. And I find that hard to believe also. Very. So just, I mean, you own a pet store. Just if you were selling supplies for these animals and now spread that across an entire state like Florida, it's definitely more than $120,000. By far, at least double, if not more. And the problem is that's not just affecting the guy that breeds the tegu or the iguana. It's affecting someone like you who sells feeders and sells food and sells supplies for these animals. You sell light bulbs for these animals and they outlaw them. And so now all these pet stores in Florida, that's a that's a big chunk of their their money that's being taken away because these animals are now illegal. <laughs> and then hold on, let me go ahead and read you the, the great stuff from Kate Macfall, which is Florida state director of the humane society of the United States, which right there tells you she's an idiot <laughs> because the humane society of the U S uh, is it's a bunch of idiots. And if you're out there going, well, that doesn't seem right. Do some research. I promise you they don't have any science behind what they say. Uh, let me try to find where there's a part. She says the ruling is terrific, but wants Florida wildlife to go a step further by banning people from trapping tegus in Florida and selling them to buyers in other states. Explain to me how someone who doesn't want these tegus bred and sold in Florida because she's afraid they will eat the native wildlife doesn't want them caught and taken out of Florida. That's the most asinine. Right humane society type thing you could find. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an option for getting rid of stuff. You're like, no, you know what? We shouldn't do that either. We should just sit with the thumbs up our ass and say that everybody else is wrong. So I saw that article and I was like, if you needed more reasons to hate the humane society, again, I need people to understand the humane society is not the same as you go to PetSmart on a Saturday and they have dog adoptions. That's not the Humane Society. That's a privately owned uh, animal shelter, usually, or uh, adoption agency. And they're trying to find homes for dogs. Those people are great. Give money to them. Buy them supplies. Take care of them. They're doing a great job. The Humane Society of the United States is a corporation. I don't care if they want to call themselves tax exempt or whatever or not whatever. They're a corporation who makes a lot of money and doesn't save animals. And apparently, even here, when we're trying to trap these wild tegus and give them a new home, doesn't like that idea either. So I found that article and it just, I, I wanted to punch her or throw a tegu at her. 
And then I found another article and it worked out because Tyler's here and he can speak to this. I know the title is exotic pets, reptiles, aquatic livestock continue to make a splash. And the whole thing is actually they interviewed, uh, I don't want to get it wrong. They interviewed Philip Bartosek. I'm sorry if I messed it up, Philip, the Zilla brand manager about all this, basically that COVID (laughs) was pretty good to the animal trade, especially Reptiles. Reptiles are doing better now as pets than they ever have, which I think is pretty evident by Tyler's got a store that sells just reptiles and, you know, and, and that kind of animal. The Grants have a store that's going to sell that kind of animal. The Ruas are going to open up one and I know they're going to do great. They're going to sell basically reptiles and invertebrates. You know, that market's doing really well. And I know for you, Tyler, and for everybody else, COVID really helped. People were buying animals and animal supplies left and right, weren't they? Yeah, especially feeders. It's been going crazy. It's just with the shortage of glass for tanks right now, it's been really hard because we can't get a lot of terrariums in. That's been the hardest part. That is the thing, everybody. It's it's funny. Every time I turn around, somebody can't get something. Mm-hmm. You know, Robert talked about PVC is going to be an issue. I know that some of the uh, the thermostat guys that make the, the, the nitrogen thermostats, the Herbstat, all that, they can't get the stuff to make the thermostats. You can't get glass to sell tank. Like it's it's weird. So many things right now that can't be that people can't get, and it's you know I don't know. Hopefully that will right itself sooner than later because that's going to become it's going to be a whole second wave of issues for economy when we have nothing yep. to sell. We went in the Dollar Tree the other day and they had nothing. Did you notice when we were in the Dollar Tree? They were restocking. They do that at the beginning of every month. But it was empty, empty. Mm-hmm. You're not in there quite as often as I am. You're right. I'm not. I'm not a dollar tree. <laughs> it's a problem. I should probably seek help for this. Yeah, because the problem is you go in there. It's just a dollar. And so is this, and so is that. I've never spent. Later. I've never spent more than twenty five dollars at a time trip. until yesterday. It was a problem. Yeah, that was a lot. But reading this article talked <clears> about <throat> how reptiles are becoming far more popular due to things like being hypoallergenic, which has always been the number one selling point for a reptile. You're not allergic to them. Uh, their their maintenance is much easier than the fuzzy stuff. We all know that. It's it's much easier. That's why a lot of these reptile stores aren't selling rodents unless they're feeders because it's just it's a pain in the butt to take care of the fuzzy stuff. I can hear the washer. <laughs> you can hear it too. <laughs> Your clothes are done, Robert. Cl- Your clothes are done. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, laundry's done. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also... Talking about how these animals, these reptiles and things like them take up a smaller foot, footprint in the house. You can put them in a tank on a counter. Uh, parents are starting to buy their kids more and more, which this is a good thing for us. The more that reptiles become normalized in the hobby, the better the hobby will be. Whether you have certain people in the hobby who are, we'll say, elitist and, and believe people shouldn't own certain reptiles. They should have to do more research. You should definitely do your research. I'm not saying people shouldn't. But the more leopard geckos that are out there, the better we're all going to be. You know, the more bearded dragons, the better we're all going to be. And it's going to hurt me to say this: the more ball pythons, the better we're all going to be. Yeah, I know it hurts. It? It's, it feels it feels dirty. Don't, I think don't I got a little bit of acid reflux right there when I heard that. <laughs> but it was nice to see this and see that it, it's doing so well. Now, if we can't get supplies for them, that's going to be a completely different problem. But Hopefully we can get that taken care of. So that was that was my that was my things. 
my stuff I brought to the table. Whoop, whoop. I, I, it's going to be very interesting for you and Robert once we have a live broadcast. I don't like live because then I can't do what I want. You can't sit there and read your comic on your phone while we're interviewing <sighs> somebody and Robert can't it'll, it'll make, I'm not surfing the internet. I'm making money. Robert can do He's allowed to make money. I'm closed the day. I'm just checking Facebook when I look down. So we're also we're also not going to be able to do this as late as we do. I don't think. What seven? Yeah, seven is not that I'm late. Tired. Yeah, that it's eight thirty. It's got it's got to be seven. He's got to work. I, I barely I barely get it here by seven. We'll be fine. Maybe we can shrink it to an hour. We could probably get closer to an hour. I like those odds. We're only at an hour twenty so far. See, an hour twenty. We're not even, and I and I'm done. I went through everything. I'm impressed. But let me find something else. I'm just kidding. I did find the best thing to do is just go to Google and type reptiles, go to news, and set it for things in the last week, and just find all the articles that were written about reptiles in the last week. There's so many. That's yeah, a lot of it's Florida. A lot of <laughs> a lot of it's Florida and New York. Yeah, New, uh, speaking of all that. Please give money to U.S. ARC. Anybody out there, if you have not become a member of U.S. ARC, I don't know what the hell you're doing. It's super cheap. Go do it. I think it was 40 bucks for the year. And you get a t-shirt at some point. It's a nice t-shirt once it comes in. Once it comes in. But the, the fact that they're running out of t-shirts is a great thing. That means they're getting a lot of people. And it's ran by a very small group of people, only one of which, which actually gets paid. Uh, and he's doing a lot. So definitely give, give your at least your forty dollars to US Arc. We're a two member household. What are you talking about? Oh, we're, we're both members. US Arc. Okay, members. Like, that was weird. We are both we members. Are of US we're golds. Okay, well, not all of us have that kind of money. Okay, I'm kidding. We're not. I'm we're I'm uh, I'm stone. <laughs> I'm a stone member. <laughs> but I will get there. That's right. Robert's a member. Yes, I am. You're on the internship tier. That's right, right below bronze. <laughs> <laughs> so go out there, join US Arc. They're, they're the ones that are fighting so that the Humane Society doesn't win their stupid ideas. Like, don't don't let us get rid of the invasive species. That's just the weirdest. Like, I'd love to hear her argument on that. Like, we've we've got a solution for getting rid of some of the invasive species. Does she think they're just going to die off over something if we leave them alone? Or they don't think they don't. They're the humane side. They don't think at all. <laughs> there's there's no there's no thought process or common sense going on in those meetings. It is purely let's spew hatred. They're like PETA. I mean, they're the exact same people. Yeah. So give your money to US Ark. Help them out. Help them destroy the humane society again. Local shelters good. Help them. Humane society. Give them nothing. You're very passionate about this. It, it bothers me because they put, they're one of those things that to the general public look like a very good thing. But to the people that know, we know that they're not, you know, but we don't put out sad commercials with Sarah McLaughlin singing about puppies. So. Yeah, those make me cry. <laughs> oh. All right, Robert. Do you have anything else? No, not really. Oh no, I did have one thing. Okay, so I'm sorry, I'm not done. Uh, I didn't bring it up last week, and it really bothered me. It happened at the Arlington show. So there are several companies 
that make a cocoa bedding, a cocoa block bedding. And one of those companies decided to take the low road, I felt, at Arlington. And I'll be good. I won't say their name. But they make a cocoa bedding. They they hydrated it. They put it out. Bam. They then went and bought the other company's cocoa bedding. And you, Tyler also has cocoa bedding as well, which is not one of these companies. But they then went and bought the other cocoa beddings uh, some, uh, product, put it there next to it. They didn't expand it properly. They kind of put all the crumbly stuff on top so it didn't look good. And they then put the sign on top of it. That was the problem I had. I have no problem if you want to put your product next to another product and say, look how much better our product is. My problem was they put their product with their sign, which is fine, next to the other product with that company's logo on it. But they didn't properly set up the product? Yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was not a good situation. Like they didn't hydrate it or anything like that? No, they just broke open the bag. And, and, and they may have hydrated it just a little bit to help break it up, but it wasn't expanded. Because, like, I mean, I use that product, and I know it's not the way that picture represents. <laughs> and so that low road really bothered me. In a hobby where people, and I've had people fuss at me that I'm too negative in the hobby, but that's a very negative thing to do. That doesn't help. If, if your product's that better. Even, no, here's the thing. That has nothing to do with the hobby. That has nothing to do with what we're using a substrate. That has everything to do be to do with being a, just a shitty person. <laughs> yes. Like that's just bad representation like Robert's of not whatever gonna, product. Robert's not going to go out there and start bashing other rack companies to customers nope. there. Like, that's not. No, and that, it doesn't matter if you're in our hobby. It doesn't matter if you are selling things that you make on Etsy. It, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Well, you the, just don't do that the if problem, you're a decent person. The problem I had is the company that did this is a very large company. A very, very big, big company yep. in our hobby with a very large presence. And they did this to a company that is owned by a very, very great guy who also has been under a lot of unnecessary heat for just crap that doesn't didn't happen so i just had a problem with the way it went down um and, and it's funny i actually thought about at some point trying their product but i'm i'm not going to i refuse because of that 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 bothered me so but it floated around on on facebook karma karma will get them it's okay mm-hmm. so i just i forgot to bring that up last week i remember seeing it in some facebook stuff right after uh right after NARBC, and I just wanted to bring it up. It was, look, I got no problem if you want to. I mean, I'm a crazy lady, so. I got no problem if you want to self-promote and talk about how your product is better than others. But when you go out naming the other product, that is when I have an issue, especially when you go out naming the other product and not representing it equal <laughs> to yours. Like it's, you know, I'm not saying that it's an equal product, but if you're going to represent it, represent it properly. Um, so, anyways. Second soapbox. I'm off now. I'm done. No, you're not. I'm done for the night. Uh-huh. Until you get off of this. So I do also want to throw out <laughs> this is not soapbox. This is just we do have a Patreon. Uh we've got a lot of changes coming up to the podcast in the next month and a half through this move and some things that we want to be able to do. We really want to start doing uh weekly live streams where we'll actually allow our listeners to call in live. So when we're having these conversations, you'll be able to call in live. Give us your two cents to do all this. Uh, we don't make any money off the podcast. So if anybody out there is enjoying this at all, and I think some people are, I hope, uh, please join Patreon. Every little bit helps. The equipment is not cheap. Uh, the Ruas really helped. I want to thank Dallas and Amanda 
tremendously. They helped a ton, and I can't wait to go out there and see them this summer, hopefully, at their new shop. And I'm going to take all of our new equipment, and we're going to do a show there at the new shop. We're going to come to Tyler's place, and we're going to do a show at his shop at some point because I want to come see your place in person. So what I hear you saying is we are road tripping to, to pet stores. To reptile pet stores. Yeah. I mean, maybe not the Grants because they're in middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. No. Yeah, who wants to go to Oklahoma? No one uh, wants to go to Oklahoma. I do. They're horrible. I want to make a trip up and see their store. I haven't seen it. It looks great in pictures. It does. So. He showed me a picture this weekend, and so I, I can't explain how small the footprint of their store is. It's ridiculous. But what he's done with it oh, is amazing. It's, I, like, I almost want them to just come organize our stuff. Because I feel like they utilize their space well, he used so to, much better than he used to have cages deal. just on one side of the store, and that still looked cramped. But I mean, it looked good though. Now he has them on both sides, and it doesn't actually look smaller with the cages on both sides. No. But the Grants so, have have many plans coming. So I wonder if that is John Grant or if that is Callie Grant. Oh, it's Callie. It's, it's both. Well, JT's really good at figuring out how to do something and afford it. Yeah. That, that he is amazing at that. I know that sounds like I'm calling him cheap, and I am. I've said it to his face, but it's not a negative thing. Today, you said it today. I did. I said it today. I said it today. But it's it's not a negative I, thing. I called him resourceful, and you called him cheap. But man, he's good at it. He's such a youngin. Yeah. Now, now I say he's cheap. The guy did buy an ant eater this weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was super thrilled about it too. They were, they're <laughs> he's, so excited. he was, but and every time you look at me, he goes, I hope it doesn't die. But it is, it is a cool I've looking little ant eater. I've never seen Callie smiling that much though. She was so happy. She, the <laughs> pictures that she's been posting since this weekend, she's got fabulous. okay. At this point, she now has an ant eater. Mm-hmm. A raccoon, Kawatamundi, Kawatamundi, mm-hmm. a possum, a possum, a monkey. No, no, no! That was just a picture with a monkey. No, no. She, she bought a monkey when they, were, when they were live with us. They had a monkey on in How their house. This? They bought a monkey. We talked about when it. we videoed yes. with them. He's a we, crippled monkey. He is a crippled monkey. I completely missed that on the podcast. Is he a marmoset? Yeah, it's some sort of little marmoset. Yeah. I completely miss this. Yeah. She's got a zoo. Like, people make fun of, like, us reptile people when we have, like, all these reptiles. And she's got a, I mean, she's got mammals. Like, when you have mammals, it's completely different. And she doesn't have, like, one mammal. She's got a whole zoo of mammals. She's got cool stuff, though. Yeah, they eat every day and they poop a lot. That's. They're all super sweet, though. They are. They are. And that that little anteater. So they didn't get a giant anteater. They can't be sliced open and killed. So they didn't get that, but they got, we got the little one. So, oh, the grants. (laughs) So maybe we'll make a trip up to Lumfuck, Oklahoma and (laughs) see their shop. But now that I'm in Texas, although I say I'm in Texas, but it's still like 50 hours away from them. Well, John sent us a thing today saying that Tulsa officially is over a million people in the Metroplex. And I said, well, that, I said, that's cute. It was like Kyle, even Austin, we passed that so long ago. Yeah. I love that. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't live around a big city, but I mean, come on. I'm about to move to outside of Houston. There's a zoo in Tulsa. Yeah, there's there's things in Tulsa that doesn't make it a big city. Right. 
There might 80, be a McDonald's. And Oklahoma's Oklahoma is still a state, but it doesn't make it one you want to go to. <laughs> like I love I that know. I'm I love that I'm shitting on Oklahoma and I've I have no reason to shit on them. It's just really fun. I, well, I'm moving to Texas. I got to get used to it. That in Cali. <laughs> yeah. See, not Cali Grant, California. Yes. California, we're not not making fun of Cali Grant, although Cali we and I are not Cali friends. On, well, I'm friends with her on Saturdays. We're not friends on Sundays. It's the rules. <laughs> I didn't. Oh my god. Follow. Yeah. Y'all are a mess. She's got to follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, back to it. Patreon, please, please, please. I don't know how we got to the grants. Patreon. Uh, join that. Any little bit helps. I don't even know how we got onto that. I don't either. Talk stores. Oh, we're going to go the Ruas. Here it is, six degrees. We're talking about Patreon. The Ruas gave us money for equipment. Talked about visiting pet stores. We talked about going to his pet store. And then we then the, grants. the grants. And then we got to anteaters. Okay. And then we said, Oklahoma sucks. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. No no one's here deni- is denying that. Okay. Just saying. Yeah, I know. Like one of the worst Broadway musicals ever. Oklahoma? I, I've never seen it. cannot stand that musical. I like musicals. I uh, do, too. That one. And I do I not hate musicals. I'm not going to lie. I honestly did not expect that. Yeah, I really don't. They're terrible. I think High School Musical scarred me as a child. Oh, that's oh, not a musical. Stop that. That's no. not. I know. But then I started listening but to you real are ones the, after. You are the right age group, though. Yeah. And then, oh, I hate musicals. You are. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, future plans coming up. It's gonna be great. Stay tuned. That is all we have for this week. Robert, if they want to get a hold of you. How can I get a hold of you? LSReptileRacks.com, Lone Star Reptile Racks on Facebook and Instagram. Again, make sure you check out LS Reptile Racks this week. Uh, I'm going to put it up right now. At the, to make sure you, that you get, you got to get the thing this week to our giveaway. We're giving away a LS Reptile Racks Single Tub 70. That's great for adult ball pythons, uh, male boas, young, smaller boas. You could do adult corns. What? Are you done? Well, no. I was saying what we're giving away, okay. and that people need to go to his website. Okay. I was being. He's a sponsor. Don't be rude to the sponsor. <laughs> Tyler, if you want to get a hold of no, what we were going to say, congratulations again to Brendan, oh. and that thank you, Tyler, for giving us our last month's well, that's not what We were going to say that's what you're saying, and then I was going to ask Tyler how people could get a hold of him if they want to get a hold of him. <laughs> Well, he's, he's, he's 12, so you've got to go through no. his dad first. 18, he's a you can't legal. can't contact 12-year-olds He's online. a voting adult. Can't buy alcohol. You can't he vote. He doesn't have an ID. This is true. Hey, I have a temporary. <laughs> See? He got his temporary driver's license, so he is 15. No. <laughs> Permit, not a temporary. Different. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. So, Tyler, how can they get a hold of you if they want to talk to you about geckos? And if they want to start, I really, really... If you have anything that eats insects, contact Tyler. I and, cannot say enough good things about this subscription yeah, service. Yeah, and get on the subscription service for you do roaches, you do crickets, you do mealworms, superworms. Yeah, BSFL, houseflies, fruit flies, blue bottle flies, silkworms, hornworms soon. Oh, hornworms. There you go. Yes. My bearded dragon loves those. They're a good they're a good treat for her too. So get get on that. You don't have to worry about it. You set it up, and then they just show up to your door. You don't have to worry about, oh, i got to order crickets. They're coming. They'll be there in two weeks or oh. once a month or once a week. Or- yeah, that's what I say. You can get them as often yeah. as a week. 
And everything can be found at gwaustin.com. And also my two phone numbers are on there and our email, gworldaustin at gmail.com. And on Facebook and Instagram, that's Austin. And where's your store located if they want to come see you? Uh, we're in Kyle, Texas. Um, it is right off FM 150 in Center Street. So go by, see them, or go check out their website. If you want to get a hold of me, it is simply underscore serpents on Instagram or simply serpents on Facebook. Or if you want to get a hold of the podcast, because you got to message us to let us know what Robert put up on his website, it is the Reptile it is Gumbo Podcast. Right now, too. Ooh, it's on there. The Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Facebook, and it's the Reptile Gumbo Podcast at gmail.com. So. Thank you all for listening. Tyler, thank you for coming on. It's been awesome. And thank you for the giveaway. That was great. We appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Y'all letting me on. I love doing it. Absolutely. And that's it we're for gonna, this week. We're going to say goodbye. And Tyler, you just hang out for a second. Okay. Bye. See y'all. Bye.